0: Let's be real, I'm unqualified at best, but I'm taking this year to challenge my fears and seek out authenticity through conversation and hopefully some daring vulnerability. The goal? I'm not really sure yet, but I hope to come out of 2022 more connected to myself and my friends and my faith. Welcome to a year of holy interruptions. Come journey with me. Or, you know, don't. It's really up to you. I have had something to tell you all day, which is not even important or relevant to this topic, but I hate coming up with intros for my podcast episodes. And so I thought of something that was like weird and random that I was going to text you and I didn't text you. And instead of it holding on to this unimportant nugget to start off the podcast episode, so I'm here, by the way, for those listening with Abby. She is my roommate. She's been on the podcast many times. She's a frequent visitor, almost a co-host at this point. <laughs> <laughs> and what do I have to tell you? Oh,
1: no. <laughs> Such a no, good no, no.
0: lead-in. No, no, no. I have it. I have it. I have it. Don't worry. I, many years ago, started a YouTube channel. <laughs>
1: <Okay>. i <I'm> scared.
0: <laughs> As you should be. And I would record me and my friends doing these, like, Contra dances, like we're talking like Regency, Pride and Prejudice, ballroom type dances that we would learn together and do. And on my 17th birthday, my mom surprised me with this party where everyone came and we all did like these dances together. Clearly, I was an interesting child and she recorded some of the dances. And so I put them on YouTube because I was like, eh, why not? And I went to that YouTube channel today to see what's happening with it. And one of the videos has 70,000 views. Oh my god. And tons of comments. I was looking at the analytics, and it has been viewed over 250,000 times. What? It's ridiculous. That's insane. Isn't that crazy? (laughs) And I will never tell
1: anyone about it, because I don't want people to see 17-year-old Sarah. That's so wild. The fact that there are wannabe influencers out here, like breaking their back to make content and then you just posted this and it went viral over years without any any effort is amazing it's hilarious because i've not followed
0: with this channel at all i've not used it like really don't care it doesn't have much of a following at all. It has like 90 followers or something. It's like you would never find it. There's not even a photo on my profile. Like it's just an S for my name. Oh, it's so funny. That's so wild. So that was my little random like tidbit for the day. It was a holy interruption, if you will. Hey! Bring it all in. <laughs> Made me think it. about life and how investments are worth it. And something you don't see as having much quality over time can gain quality.
1: I love that that's such a good that's such a good connection we're pulling it in i'm trying
0: i'm trying to get anything to connect it to um today's episode which is ironic because we really don't know what we're talking about today we don't as per usual abby and i have we are both planners is the irony We, like, typically have things planned out. We know what we're doing. We come prepared. But when it comes to the podcast, we just kind of sit down and go.
1: We do, which I love because, honestly, like, people listening to this, this is as if you were sitting in a room with Sarah and I chatting. This is literally what it is. It's not some manufactured conversation for the sake of a podcast you're you're genuinely listening to Sarah and I ponder life (laughs) we do this in our house almost every night so now
0: you just get the privilege of being with us you're really welcome We both evil laugh. (laughs) It's just because we're that good. (laughs) No, no. All jokes aside. But one thing I've been thinking about, I've been working on my brand for Holy Interruptions. I do not like the current art cover. And I really want to get something a little more polished and professional and interesting and engaging. And so I've been thinking about the name and the brand and all of that a whole lot. Something I realized is that if you abbreviate holy interruptions, it's hi. And I was like, Oh, that's, that's cool. That's interesting. And then I, I immediately was like, wait, does that mean every time I greet someone, I have the opportunity to be a holy interruption in their life just by saying hi. And I just found that idea so interesting and so cool. I find it really interesting that with just the name like holy interruption we can think of that as a high and every time we're greeting people every time we're going about our day and and we have the opportunity to like be that interruption for people and people have the opportunity to be the interruption for us and impact us and stop us from what we're what we're in the midst of and like our mindset or whatever and really like point us towards Christ or joy or whatever it is
1: totally it's really cool because Sarah and I are both communications dweebs. We love all. <laughs> True. <She's scoping. laughs> we love all the communication theories, and it's cool when they directly support scripture and um, align with that. So something I learned in my communications class that directly relates to this is something called sliding door moments, and it's a term coined by the Gottman Institute, and it comes from a movie with Gwyneth Paltrow called Sliding Doors, and I won't spoil the movie, but basically her entire life changes because she missed a sliding door onto a train. So then a sliding door moment is moments in our life that seem insignificant, like a friend making a comment like, man, my mind's just all over today. That's a sliding door moment for you where you have the opportunity to change the direction of the next conversation or even their day. So for example, they say, gosh, my mind is just all over today and you choose to brush it off. Oh, dang, I know, me too. I, I hate when that happens, moment over. But if you take the opportunity as a sliding door moment and think, okay, this is just a passing comment, but this is an opportunity for me to dig in and love them better, and say, why do you say that? Are you okay? What's, what's going on? Let's talk this out. And it's these seemingly insignificant moments that can totally change the course of someone's day. A holy interruption. <laughs> a holy interruption,
0: a sliding door. I've never heard of that before. I studied communication, but I obviously have learned different things and taken different classes, but that's exactly what holy interruptions are. All the time in in life, we have moments that are changing where we're going. And every yes is a no to something else. And every no is a yes to something else. And every step you take, every piece of food you eat, like, changes what that end result will be. But, like, (laughs) then you say end result and you're, like, death. Like, Like, it's just, it changes your life. And it changes your trajectory and your mindset. And I think it's so easy to walk through life and see all the mundane things that happen. It's like, oh, I just, I... Eat toast every morning for breakfast and whatnot, but like, what if you ate a piece of egg every morning for breakfast? And like, how would that change who you are? One of the things we did in the theater a lot was called reconsidering. We took this metaphor and put it into action. And so you'd stand behind a door and you'd open the door and walk out and just stand in front of all the other people in the group. And you just look at them. And it was a chance for you to present yourself as you are in that moment and say, Is there anything, like, you can reconsider me for? Like, you have these assumptions about me and these, like, things that I've always been, but what if that's not who I am now? What if that was me three years ago when we met freshman year and now we're seniors graduating college? And so it's just kind of this idea that we can, like, open the door and be like, reconsider me. Is there anything about me that's actually not the same as you've just kind of assumed to be. And then you you leave, you close the door and you come back out and you sit down and it's very artsy and everyone just kind of ponders all the questions and <laughs> never has any answers. But I love that idea or like what you just said, that moment where you can be like, oh yeah, me too, I'm tired, I'm really out of it. That is an opportunity, even if you've always answered with that, you always have the opportunity to reconsider yourself, reconsider other people and say, you know what? That's been my go-to answer, but what if my answer is actually do you want to talk about it? Like or or is anything really big happening in your life right now or you know, and creating conversation and building
1: connection because you don't always have to do what you always have done. Yeah, that's so good. And I think the more we make those changes in those small social habits, I think the more we will focus outwardly on others because it's so easy to be hey how are you good how are you good moment over <laughs> but um, something I've been practicing in my own life is and it's obviously like a work in progress but waking up and just literally sitting there with open hands to kind of represent an open mind and open heart and being like okay God what do you have for me today who can I love better today who can I ask no how are you really I want to know And I sit there and just pray that and then throughout the day I pray that same prayer and it really makes me realize how many opportunities I've been missing in a day Mm. because now it's on the top of my mind. So when a coworker does say something a little snippy, instead of being like, forget you, (laughs) I can be like, wait, I prayed for this moment. Why are you being snippy today? Is everything okay? Are you not feeling yourself today? Let's let's talk. I'm, I'm here. So it's cool the, that when we pray for the Lord to turn our focus outward, you really realize how many opportunities you've already had. It's not that the Lord is like, okay, you're praying this. I'm going to give you so many more opportunities. He might. But I think really it opens our eyes to the opportunities that were already there to love others better.
0: Yeah, it just makes us more mindful of it and more aware of it and that's that was something that i realized when i moved here is i prayed so much at the beginning of this internship that i would find joy and i was just like lord bring me something really joyful my internship didn't change but my perspective did and i started seeing joy in the mundane moments i was having and like i would walk outside my house to work and i would see the ocean and the sunlight on it and i was like oh that's so beautiful and all of a sudden i was like having little moments of joy that i'd been like missing and glossing over and just taking for granted and was like becoming more and more aware of them in the moment and able to live into that and i think another aspect of what you're talking about is asking the right questions and asking open questions instead of closed questions and this is such an easy thing to do but we live in a culture that asks really closed questions which just doesn't help anything and so what i mean by that is a closed question would be a question with a yes or no answer so or like a one word answer so i could be like what's your favorite color and you could say pink pink and then conversation over like it doesn't naturally lead into anything else and so then you could say what's your favorite color and why But that also, like, that'll get you a little more information, but it's not gonna organically lead to anything beyond her asking me, what's your favorite color and why? Mm -hmm. And then you finish and you're both like, okay, there's nowhere else to go from here. So I think that's like a half open question is adding a why to a closed question. But an open question would be like, what have you learned about yourself this month? And then that opens up for her to take that in whatever direction she wants to answer and really like lean into stories. And then something about her answer because it has so many different options is most likely going to trigger a memory, a story, another question, a shared experience, something along those lines from me. And now you're in conversation rather than just asking a bunch of short closed questions. And usually in those conversations, I feel like both parties feel awkward and they both like actually do want connection but they can't figure out how to get it. (laughs) It's like, what's your name? Where do you work? Who are you? Like, rather than being like, what do you value? Or like, obviously, that's not the first question you're going to ask someone, but that will lead to conversations for what you're actually looking for rather than just like getting answers because you don't want answers, you want connection.
1: Yeah, that's so good. And I think it's important to think within ourselves like, why do we ask closed-ended questions? And I think it's because sometimes we're afraid of what answer we could get if we were to ask an open question. A closed question is safe and short, and you you know how to respond to it because you've practiced that your entire life. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we just need to really not be afraid of what others' answers may be, especially if it's like, if I would love if we could all move past the whole, how are you, good, good, how are you? <laughs> and it's scary, and it, you might end up having a conversation in the middle of the grocery store that you maybe weren't expecting to have, but I think it would just be really beautiful if we asked people questions with the intention of actually getting to know them better in order to love them better and not just check a social check mark.
0: I think, too, a lot of the times when people give a real answer in that, hi, hi, how are you? I'm good. That's good. How are you? I'm tired. Or I'm not having the best day. People are like, oh, okay. Conversation dropped. And so I think a lot of it too is like leaning into that. Like if someone takes you off guard and answers in an honest way that you weren't expecting, because at that point, the hi, hi, how are you good that I'm fine that is just a social construct that's not conversation so when someone actually decides to converse with you it can be a little bit like surprising and can take you off guard a little bit because you're not prepared for it and all of a sudden you're like wait oh we're actually talking (laughs) yeah and sometimes that's with someone who you like don't even know or weren't even planning on having a conversation with but what if those moments are holy interruptions that can really like inform the day you're having and the direction you're going in. And like, even if you weren't expecting them or prepared for them, what if those can be really good and beautiful things?
1: I love that. And it's so cool the way it just directly ties into your whole vision and theme with holy interruptions. And I think that this podcast can be a holy interruption in someone's day, especially the way you use it, Sarah, to hopefully reroute some people's thoughts and make them think about new things and things they want to try and different ways to live. And I would encourage everyone listening to find a holy interruption this week, a sliding door moment, and open it up. Don't let it just sit at this surface level conversation. We are snorkeling when we should be deep shipwreck diving. <laughs> Bob Goff said that recently, and I love that. We we're stuck snorkeling when all we really want as humans is deep shipwreck diving. Like don't be afraid to do a deep dive with a friend or a stranger and I really encourage you to find sliding door holy interruption deep dive moment this week. <laughs> I love that idea of, like, deep dive shipwreck moment because it's it's
0: not just diving down because, like, maybe something's there. It's like, no, there is something there. We are people with depth. There are shipwrecks. That means there are traumas and there are joys. (laughs) And you're not out here to discover everyone's traumas. That's not what I'm saying. But, like, go and investigate because there is depth in every single human being. No matter how small, even little five-year-olds have big emotions and depth And two-year-olds. Like, it doesn't matter the age. Like, people have so much within them that's so often we're just like looking at the outside snorkeling around not willing to actually invest. And so I think if you're interested in asking open questions I'm, I I want to offer you some questions to ask maybe if that if that feels overwhelming if if it feels like okay I get the concept but like what do I say? Like what are natural questions to like put into practice or ask people? And one of the ones I love that my friend asked me a while ago, she said, what are three words you would use to describe this month or this week? And then I would like think about it for a second. And I'd I'd give an answer such as like joyful and exhausting and laughter. And then she'd be like, okay, well, like tell me about laughter or tell me about different things. And it like automatically spurs into conversation or One of my favorite questions to ask my friends is like, in what way are you like your mom? Or in what way are you like your dad? And you'll like find out things about them that you weren't expecting to find out and maybe similarities
1: there. And there are a bunch of questions. Do you have any off the top of your head? Yeah, one that I like to ask that may be awkward if you don't have an established relationship with a person, but just asking, is there anything you've been wanting to talk about with people Mm. that you haven't? And sometimes people might be like, no, not really. But there's been a few times where I've asked someone like, what's something you really want to talk about that people don't really ask you about? And sometimes they take it like lightly and in a joyful way of like, actually, I've been doing this really new fun hobby and I'm loving it and I'd love to talk about it. Or I've actually really been struggling with blank and I need to talk about it. And it just opens the door for them to talk about what's going on, whether it's a joy or a struggle. So that's one that I like to use. It just goes beyond the the norm. Mm.
0: I also love the question, like, have you discovered anything recently? Which can be really interesting because I think people can take it both ways too. Like someone told me about a song they've been listening to recently that they're really into. And then they like played it on their phone and we just got into a conversation about music. I like these types of questions because it shows you what people care about. And it tells you about who they are and what they want to talk about. Because sometimes in conversation, it's like, oh, I don't really know much about them. Or I don't know what they like. And I don't want to make them talk about what I like. But, like, offering them the chance to dive into what fascinates them is really interesting. Or, like, a question I love is, like, if you could give a TED Talk on anything, like, what would you talk about? Get up in front of people. Like, what do you want to say? Like, what could you ramble about for ages? Because it'll just tell you about people and... And what they like and what they care about and that will then build rapport and it can build inside jokes sometimes which then you can refer back to and yeah people are cool <laughs> people are cool they can be annoying and messy yeah. and and awkward i'm looking at myself as i say that
1: <laughs> i thought you were about to say i'm looking at abby <laughs> oh. <laughs> never you're what of can... put together people so no <laughs> Deep down, there is a deep dive shipwreck. We have
0: to find her shipwreck. (laughs) No, if you want to see how put together Abby is, you can go to her Instagram and check her out. It will be linked in the episode description. But if you want to just type it in now, it is at Abigail Lawson. Share the L on Abigail and Lawson. If you want to find anything out about me, I am much too easy to find online. You can just look me up at Sarah. Oh, no, no, I am not Sarah. <laughs> <You're> not Sarah? <laughs> I am Sarah. This is but new. That's not how you find me. You can look me up at s.spacic. Or the Holy Interruptions Podcast at Holy Interruptions Podcast, conveniently named, I might add. <laughs> I did good branding on that one. <laughs> it all comes back to branding and unexpectedly big <laughs> audience and viewer numbers from our very old YouTube videos from like 2015 of me doing the Lendler I'm about to do a shipwreck deep dive to find this video. (laughs) (laughs) If you want to find it, good luck and enjoy it is, I'm in a pink dress, that's all I will tell you. A pink and black dress. That dress is a sign of the times. It's super 2015, it's like, oh oh, good, (laughs) let's never go back. All right. Well, thank you for listening. Abby, thank you for coming and talking and sharing your wisdom and asking questions and
1: giving insight about sliding doors. I love coming on here and chatting with you, Sarah, just about life and the way we see things and the way we want things to be. And I hope that you all listening will reach out and ask us questions, whether it's our favorite color or what we're discovering recently. So let us know.
0: Yes, I want you to put into practice these open question skills, and I want you to send... Holy interruptions podcast your questions because we will be doing a Q&A soon with the questions you send us. So try and figure out what do you want to know about me and Abby. We are open books and this this is a little dangerous. You know, I'm scared. <laughs> but ask us some good fun questions so that we can dive into our little shipwrecks. So <laughs> I am so excited to hear what you guys have to say. Thank you for listening and we will catch you again next Friday at 8 a.m. Hawaii time. <laughs> I true. don't know what time it is any other time, but 8 a.m. Hawaii standard time.